Hello, welcome to Just the Facts. We are excited to bring you some uh, new information today uh, from a industry expert when it comes to uh, online, internet, and phone, Miss Sarah Hoagie from Elite BDC, the owner and CEO. Did I do that right? You did it right, Bob. Yes, <laughs> owner and CEO of Elite BDC. We appreciate you coming by. Um, you know, the dealers are constantly asking, what's different today? Like, oh. you know, our, our leads are down, our effective rates down, or our quality, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a moving target. Yes. So we were excited for you to come to our, our show today. Um, we were both recently at a convention where we spoke to a bunch of dealers. Yes, we did. When we were at that convention, was there one or two things you picked up on? You know, I know we work with dealers in the dealers, but when you get them all at once in a big room, right? Mm -hmm. Was there one or two things that you picked up on at that convention that you would care to share with other people, some things you might have heard? I, I always think it's really important to really engage with, with the people that are in the room and see how they're feeling. And as a shareholder of an independent store, we take a look and see how our managers are feeling and our salespeople are feeling and are we making an improvement month over month and year over year sure. how are we doing and i the number one question that everybody answered and you probably saw they raised their hand was okay the market has shifted the past six or eight weeks sure have you felt it do you feel it are things changing is your lead volume changing is it more difficult to sell to the clients are you having a harder time engaging with your clients and it was pretty i mean you tell me do you think it was a unanimous yeah yeah everyone pretty much raised their hand they can all feel it and in my opinion that's why we're, they were there yeah for sure they were there to go we can feel the market change i think a lot of people based on my conversations with them decided last minute i need to go to this convention because the market changed yeah so they made a very very quick i need to be there the market changed if I do what I've done, I'm going to get what I got, and I better hurry up and make a change now. You know, you you were gracious enough to be part of the panel I monitored uh, for the dealers. We had a packed room. They had to bring in chairs, right? They did. They had people standing. <laughs> yeah. I guess that that's what you guys bring to the table, right? So yeah. it was nice to see people standing. Yeah. Um, and our whole topic, right, was about how to drive more traffic, mm -hmm. spending more time, not money. Right. Right. I'd like to go there a little bit, okay. right, if you don't mind. Um, when we were there, you were sharing best practices uh, for the BDC, mm -hmm. right, which is obviously your strength. Is there just one or two things that you could maybe share with the dealers listening that when you first go in to help a dealer, right, mm -hmm. you, you obviously concentrate on the BDC. Is there one or two things that's pretty commonly being done that could use some improvement? We won't say wrong. But things that need to be adjusted, maybe they've been around a while, that kind of stuff. Is there one or two things you could talk about? I think the common stuff. So I've been doing this for a long time. I've been doing this since 1999, so a long time. And in every single seat of a dealership, so not just BDC. Um, the common denominator, the, the same things that you can always do are make sure your response time is low. Okay. Get back to do, uh, customers really quickly. Your FTC and TCPA guidelines are in most states, not Florida, but in most states are 8 a.m. until 9 p.m. at night. 50% of your traffic is coming in after six o'clock. So you should be backloaded. Yeah, you need, you need to make sure that you have someone responding to requests or answering the phone 
up until nine o'clock, you can have people answer the phone all the time. You can't make outbound calls gotcha. after nine o'clock, but you can have someone answer the inbound call. So it's always response time. It's always answering. It's following FTC and TCPA guidelines. But then, you know, there's some advanced stuff, too, that you can do. So those are the standard ones. Um, reading the customer questions when it comes to Internet leads, making sure you're answering those first questions in the first line to the customer. So those are the standard. I mean, th those have been like best practices for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And then there's new stuff that you can do. And uh, I was a little bit on a time crunch yesterday, so I was trying to go through everything <laughs> quickly as possible. But. An absolute game changer in the market for me um, and for all of the clients I can recommend is registering your telephone lines. So that's a that's a new one. You have to make sure your telephone lines are registered. A lot of dealers feel, oh, I'll just go out and buy a new phone line. No, don't go out and buy a new phone line. Register your phone lines, but more importantly, make sure can they're remediated. Yeah. What does that mean, register your phone? Ah, <laughs> oh, I love the trust. So you um, you have to make sure that your phone lines are registered with your business name with a company. Okay. With a company, with a carrier, with the carriers. It with has to Verizon. be associated with a business. It has to be associated with your business. Okay. that makes sense. Make sure it's with your area code, right? Yeah. Because customers aren't going to answer a different area code if they put in a request. They're not going to answer a 518 area code sure. when they live in a 970 area code. So. Right. Um, buy lines with your area code and then or purchase them register those lines with the carriers and um with with your business but then more more importantly the the game changer is remediate your phone lines and what i mean by that um bob an example is i call you from my business okay you look at my number and go nope i don't want to answer that phone call i'm gonna block it you have verizon you have just alerted all of, all of Verizon that this is a, a potentially bad phone number. So don't take don't take this call. The next time I go to call somebody else, I go to call Mike. He has Verizon. Verizon goes, this is a potentially spam phone number. We're going to flag this oh, number gotcha. as potentially spam. Mike is not going to answer my phone call because you've already warned all Verizon customers that it's a potentially spam number. So that's why a lot of um, what we call the connection rate is going down in okay. the industry. So it used to be 30 or 40% and it's going down to 20%. Right, I've heard that need, from dealers. Yeah, I have. You need to register the lines, you need to remediate the phone lines and there's only a couple companies um, that really do that. So do some research and make sure you're doing, doing that and it pays for itself. So when your phone lines are registered and remediated, it pays for itself. So that's all I'm going to Good say. insight. I've mm -hmm. never heard that. That, that. I feel like I'm bringing something you to the table because a lot of table. people don't, they don't talk about it. I've never heard that before. I've yes. been around a while. And <laughs> I, I want to say we've been doing it for a year and a half. It is a, and it's not just the automotive industry. It's any retail industry. Sure. It is a game changer in the industry. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. You touched on something that I want to get your opinion on, right? Your opinion. You don't have to, you don't have to go by the guidelines. Your opinion. You said response time. Mm -hmm. What's worse or better? Any way you want to look at mm -hmm. it. So is it a delayed response time that's personal? Or is it an immediate response time that's generic? You're talking about artificial intelligence? I'm talking about as a consumer, it gets very frustrating 
when you start talking the bots you know aren't real, you get emails that are pre-generated, you get communication, you're not even talking to anyone. Nothing more frustrating when you're on a phone trying to reach someone, you gotta take six steps. They ask you all that information, then when you get to that person, they ask you the same information, right? Mm -hmm. So the uh, immediate responders to keep that time down, is it effective or are you better off? Mm-hmm. Are you better off as a dealer to be not slow, but have it be a person? Have it be, what, what would be your advice to that? I am very much so into use it as a backup. Okay. I love relationships. I love people. Yeah, I love yeah. peopling. I decide who I'm going to purchase houses, cars. Based on people. Based on people. Yeah. That's where relationships are. And I will tell you the number one reason why people decide to purchase a car from a dealership is because of response time, because they already told the dealer everything that they would want to know. They've already established that relationship. And do you really want to go do it all over again with someone who was late to respond? So hypothetically, you put in a request to me and you put in a request to another dealership. I call you right away. I get to know you, you tell me everything that you're looking for. Now the next dealer is late to respond and they try contacting you and you're like, do I really wanna have that same conversation again with another person? So I, I have found it's a benefit when you're taking that relationship away from another opportunity, another dealership, you're establishing that relationship with me. I'm asking you questions. You have to ask questions. You have to get to know the person. You have to listen to them. I like artificial intelligence or bots when you don't have the time, when you don't have the manpower. Um, now, I, I will tell you, we sat at a table yesterday for lunch. I don't know if you were there for this part of it, but I did have a gentleman say, you know, we used artificial intelligence to book service appointments for yeah. my staff, and it was great. And I said, okay, well, how did the upsell go with service appointments? And he looked at me and he goes, um, what do you mean? And I go, well... I train the staff to upsell service appointments mm-hmm. on the initial call because it, I don't know if you're like me, but if I'm going to wait for 30 minutes for an oil change and then an advisor tells me, hey, you're really due for a 45,000 mile service. Do you have two more hours to wait? I don't have two hours to wait. I mentally plan for 30 minutes to get in and get out. Yeah. Um, but if I knew that over the phone in advance, I mean, I just upsold a client two hours in a service. They're mentally prepared. They're booked the right way. They knew they had a loaner or a shuttle or a drop-off. Right. That's something that artificial intelligence isn't doing right now. And that's a bad And how much money was left on the table? Yeah, and when you do it, how many transactions you did? That's 50%. A multi- that's a multiplier. So it's not like, and he, and he laughed. The first thing he said to me was, how, how often are you upselling? And what is, the, what is the average percentage of upsell? And I'm like, it's... One out of two, it's 50%. And he looked at me and he goes, you know, we made X amount of dollars last year. And I almost wonder how much we lost because we didn't have anyone upselling. Yeah. So when consumers today, um, and we talked about this a, a little bit the other day, what used to take place in the dealership mm-hmm. now takes place online. Right? Literally everything a de- consumer used to go to the dealership to find out is mm-hmm. now online. Right. Um, you know, everyone's priced the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, every, you can go to 10 places, find out what your car's worth. Mm-hmm. You can pull your credit online. You get your credit score online. You can get your payment online. You don't. Oh, that used to be conversation the salesman used to gain confidence and have rapport with That's them. right. Mm-hmm. 
So now when they do get there, the conversation's got to be different. Mm-hmm. You don't take what they just spent 14 hours doing and start them from scratch. Mm-hmm. You agree with that? Mm-hmm. I agree. So I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it is ironic. Um, we're in the business, but we buy cars too, right? Um, and when you do become that customer, it quickly comes back why they're frustrated. We That's lose right. sight of it because we're in the business, and it's hard to remember what it's like to be a customer when you're in the business. As soon as you become a customer, it all comes back to you. That's right. It all becomes immediate. Mm-hmm. So we ask dealers, um, you know, we have 30,000 of them. So we, we are constantly working on how to stay sharp and what do you need and how can we help? Same, just like mm-hmm. you. Um, and dealers are telling us that what's become important to the consumer has changed, mm-hmm. right? Especially since COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they're concerned about where'd you get the car? What was wrong with it? Right, right? It's like my everyday question. Right. That's what we listen to all day long. Yeah. So what would you tell a dealer listening today or watching today? What's one or two points you could give them on how to address that? Because that's what the consumer wants. That's right. So so I listen to hundreds of calls. Hundreds a month. It's almost the same questions over and over. Yeah. Um, And... I hate to say it, but you wouldn't even have to have someone calling in if it was already made available to them online, you know? Well, Sarah, I don't have anyone to answer my phones. Well, if you would have just put it in the description in the first place, they wouldn't be calling in. (laughs) So um, let's talk about that. One for me is put all of your um, UCI information, all of the the work that you did on your UCI. So UCI. uh, Used car inspection. There you go. Sorry, sorry, car car girl lingo. New brakes, new pads, new rotors, exactly. third key. You know, the third key is like magical for used cars. Like they're $200. So right. if you have a third key, put it in there. Um, we did an alignment on the vehicle. We, um, uh, we knew the last owner. You know, they did all of their service with us. Homegrown. Homegrown, <laughs> uh, which we use in Florida every day, right? Because yeah. no one is from Florida originally. Um, put all of your UCI, new battery, oil change, cool and flush, anything that you have done to get that vehicle ready because the customer goes, you know, I can get that car, the same one, right down the street. It's a, it's a lower price. And you look and you're like, well, did you do all of this work? Did you, did you do $1,000 or $2,000 worth of used car inspection UCI work to get this car ready for um, sale? We do everything right. The, the next part is um, I laugh when dealers go, you know, Sarah, I'm not, I'm not selling any cars. Um, I'm also like, you're not giving your clients anything either. You are up against, especially in the used car industry, you're up against new car franchises, Chevy. Look at Chevy, you get get an oil change, I think you get a tire rotation, you get Chevy rewards. If you don't start having some value added propositions, you're gonna be in the dust. So um, one of the items, I mean, I had, I I think you saw, like people going, Sarah, they were were coming up, what should I be doing, what should I be doing? And um, one guy goes, I think that I actually have to do a vehicle exchange or vehicle return policy. And I said, look, this is what I see. Take it for face value. I mean, there's a major player, I'm not going to say any words, but they they have a um, money back guarantee. And what I have learned um, by listening, because you can openly listen to the reasons why their vehicles are returned, is there was there wasn't a test drive 85 percent of customers are telling us they still want to test drive the car before they buy the wheel that's right and um they have a great exchange program 
believe it or not, the clients that I work with, when they offer an exchange or a return, it might be one car a month. Yeah, it's less than 2%. It's less than 2%. Most of them are like 1% or 2%. Right. For me, for that peace of mind, what are you losing? What are you leaving on the table because you didn't offer that? Right. I mean, this is a no-brainer. They need peace of mind. Do you have to do a birthday detail? Do you have to do a car wash? You guys are going to have to get back to the basics here. You're going to have to do above and beyond what other people are doing or have a service rewards program if you want to earn, if you want to earn my business. Look, <laughs> I, want, I want to get your take on something. We talk about it a lot. We talk about it on this program, almost every program. We tie it in somehow. And that is, you know, no two used cars are the same. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. We forgot that along the way. Everything's yep. priced the same, looks the same, feels the same. And consumers are now asking about, you know, was it a good car? Where'd you get it? Why'd you get it? Yep. When it comes to the description, right? I know the, the buzzword, which no one understands, but they like to talk about is SEO optimization. You understand uh -huh. it, but the dealers don't. Right. <laughs> right. So... There's not a car made today without windows, locks, tail cruising, right? Why is that still on there? Yeah. Why is that still in the description, by the way? <laughs> I, I just want to know. It still is. You go to most, most websites, it's still on there. What would you tell them to put in a description before you answer? We get asked all the time at Carfax, you mean I should tell them I bought it at an auction? Isn't that derogatory? You mean I should tell them what's been in an accident? Is that derogatory? Yes. You mean you should? What's your take on that? If 2020 and COVID didn't teach us anything, it was authenticity yeah. and transparency. Okay. And you're really not going to get anywhere without those two things. I agree. They're, they're going to find out eventually. The, I mean, the Carfax kind of has it on there. Yeah, so, we do. So yeah. um, you might as well just put it all out there and be transparent and be honest and open. And that's what's going to keep you, keep you going. And honestly, you're going to see it in online reputation score anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because if you hide it, it's going to come back to bite you. It's like telling the customer to come in from two hours away yeah. and the car's not available. It's going to come back to bite you. We, we, we work with dealers and, and they ask us all the time, mm -hmm. what can I do? What can I do? Can I do? The dealers overwhelming feedback to us that made it through COVID got leaner, meaner, less employed. You know, the drill, mm -hmm. you're, you're in the same world we are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, they said gone are the days of trying to drive as much traffic as possible to the dealership and figuring it out when they get there. Uh, that proverbial, just send them and we'll figure it out, right? Okay. So what they're trying to do, and they're learning, that's our job, right? Mm -hmm. Is let the internet find the right buyer for the car, right? Mm -hmm. the, the question is, do you want 100 leads or 10 people at the door? Mm -hmm. Right, the only reason you wanted a lead in the first place was to get them to the door. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you rather them just show up and, and be by the car right mm -hmm. so things like description things like transparency things like having your staff be able to answer questions that's right they're gonna ask right you think about what a dealer does today they're using generic descriptions mm -hmm. with equipment fluff fluff windows lock still cruiser <laughs> then they give photos of the windows lock still cruiser then they give a window sticker which says right <laughs> So uh, are we overstating it because we're Carfax and we, you know, we believe in history, obviously. But mm -hmm. from the BDC perspective, mm -hmm. from your perspective, is there really that much merit in separating your description from what you call fluff? So I assume you're going to agree, <laughs> but you don't have to. Right. I want your opinion. Right. So we, we write vehicle comments. I, know, I don't know if you know that, but we write vehicle comments and um, we have a great library of comments that we use when we're writing descriptions. Uh -huh. um, it does affect your Google score. It does affect what the customer's searching for. Yeah. They have to be good. They have to be good. I mean, what, what are they looking for? I am looking for a reliable 2020 Honda Accord one owner. 
that has to be in your description. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's what we're seeing on our end. I would take out the stuff that, that you don't need. Now, I do like awards. Do I like awards and accolades? Do I want to know if, if I'm interested in a performance vehicle? I'm a, don't let my husband hear this, but I'm a total um, ultimate ma- mach- driving machine BMW fan. Uh-huh. But I want to know that how many awards did this car win? Because I want everyone to know, like, that's what I'm driving. I love a performance vehicle. And I want that written in the description. Okay. I want to know how it performs or if I'm after safety. If you're a mom and you're going after safety, what's the safety rating? So you have to almost take away the junk, the junk in there that you don't even need to worry about anymore and put in the facts. Okay. Put in the facts, there, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. put in the facts. That's what people want to hear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we always keep these to a timely manner. Um, so we want to, we want to kind of wrap this one up. Great insight, by the way. But would you just take a couple minutes and let everyone listening to us or watching us on the video who you are and how to reach you, what okay. you can do for them. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so I'm Sarah Hoagie. I'm from Elite BDC. I'm the CEO. Um, I uh, have been in every single seat of a car dealership. Uh, one of the first internet sales consultants, you know, when Carfax started mm-hmm. sending leads um, into car dealerships, I was one of the first people to start answering those through a fax machine, believe it or not. Yeah, CRMs yeah. were still kind of new. That's how old I am. Um, but uh, I really worked my way up through a car dealership, service manager, finance manager. People are like, you are a service manager. I was a service manager. <laughs> um, sales manager. Uh, then I really got into BDCs and um, I had a lot of dealers call me and say, you know, I have an issue with my CRM and so-and-so who used to work for you said, you're really good at at configuring CRMs. Can you do ours? Maybe can you do it on the side? So yes, I did a little (laughs) moonlighting. I think that's how consultants really start their names. So I started setting up CRMs for dealers and then setting up BDCs for dealerships, um, worked with large publicly owned dealerships all the way down. I really have a, a heartfelt for the independent community. Sure. And a few years ago, I had a group of um, a 20 group and they said, Sarah, none of us want a BDC. We have a CRM, but if you start your own outsource call center, all of us will use you. And that was <laughs> it. Go. And there I was like, go. my husband goes, you know, Sarah, if, um, if you can't do it, nobody can. Okay. So now I have a large um, service and sales outsource call center. I still do um, consulting as well. And um, it's just nice to help dealers who we back them up. Mm-hmm. We do a first response. We are answering calls. You know, we're 24-7. The peace of mind. I mean, BDC turnover. Is yeah, no what is it, like 40 50%? Easily. Um, so we've been really, really fortunate to find a lot of very talented automotive people who want to work in automotive. They don't want to work in a car dealership anymore, right? but they want to utilize their skills and they have a tremendous background. We coach them, we train them, they move up within our company. And I feel, I feel really, really fortunate. Um, very, very blessed with the opportunity that has been presented to my family. So. If they want to get a hold of you, what's the best way oh, to get a oh. hold of you? you can, uh, our business line is 407-307-1818 or sarah at elite, E-L-I-T-E, B-D-C.com. Um, you can just even text my cell phone. It's 585-329-0538 and reach out to me on social media or Bob knows how to get a hold of me. I do. 
Well, we want to thank you very much for oh, being part of the you. program. We are excited to, to talk to you. You know, we have a lot of experts. We don't get a lot of BDC experts. So that was kind of cool and refreshing. Cool, cool. So thanks for being part of the program. Thank you, thank you for joining us on Just the Facts, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys.